Stress Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. We're a round table today, but you can't see us. We could be in a triangle. We could be in a rectangle. You won't know, because there's no cameras rolling today, but there is sound. Thanks to Gina Versa, my co-host. That's right. I, for- I forgot all the equipment. Yeah. yeah what would you do without me? I would I, I would do it on a shittier. you just do it on your phone. I'd probably do it on my phone. You don't, yeah. have, to, you don't have to get... You don't have to say it to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, someone else here who knows about being behind cameras. That's... That's the best thing I got to introduce you right now. <laughs> it's okay, dude. I'm okay with it. How's it going? I'm, Cruz. Doing, I'm Cruz. doing well. Cruz, sorry. Sorry. Hey, everybody. That's my name. name. My name is Cruz Castillo. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Oh, of course. Yeah. Glad to have you back, dude. Yeah, yeah. Is this my second or third? Well, third. Third. It's your third. third. We, we had you at Undercity or something a while ago. Yes. And then we did... Wow, that was years ago, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Finally, started taking it seriously. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And then we had you on at the beginning of the year, at the end of the year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. For the year recap. For the twenty. That's right. Yeah, recap. Yeah. How have you been? What's new with you? Um. Still living here. We're still living here. Still, <laughs> still living with Gene. Guys, stop ruining the magic. Gene, Sebastian, Kyle, and Daniel. Shout out to my roommates. Um, Give them the address. Uh, two four five. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I uh, am working on a web series called LA. We got that greenlit. Um, it's a beautiful project about beautiful people in a beautiful city. Congrats. I'll and put a cheer in the background, too, because I think the clap will ruin the Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, it's just about, uh, it's basically about how expensive it is to be poor. Um, and then I work uh, doing my podcasts for the National Hispanic Media Coalition. So you guys should check that out. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of cool guests on there. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of cool and interesting people and some that are a little crazy and some that are a little wild and... Uh, makes for some good conversation. I raised to use our middle name. Yeah. I was yeah. one of the crazy ones, right? I was, yeah, we you were. were. Oh. Well, you guys hosted your own episodes. So technically, that wasn't mine. Yeah, that was you guys. You yeah. guys can check out uh, Gene on his own episode of uh, NHMC's podcast. It's a Your Voice. I think it's the, the Waffle Press. The Waffle Press. Takeover, um, takeover podcast, over. something like yes. that. We'll put a link in there. Extra syrup, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Extra I'll, I'll put links down to everything down below. Does LA have a website? Yeah, it does. www.latheshow.com. Um, we are going to be filming within the next two to three months. Uh, uh, this is a passion project right now just to make the first episode. Yeah. So we need any and all help. If anybody feels passionate to just want to be involved and help out and bring something uh, wonderful to life, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah uh, links again down, to, down below so you can check that out. I uh, can't wait to see the, the fruits of your guys' labor. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, me too. I I can't wait to see yeah. it too. It's a, no, you, you guys will kill. You guys will kill. Yeah. I crush it. Thank you. Kill yeah. it. Support. Every, I'm supporting you. Is what I'm either saying. way, it's positive. For right? everything you showed me of it, I'm really excited to see it personally. So. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else I'm excited about is talk about today's episode, and also plugs off the top. So in case I don't want to do them later, I could say I did them already. There you go. Uh, like the Patreon, where you could support Gene and I and the rest of the Waffle Press, so we could have more opportunities to do this. Uh, stop having to pay for. Editing equipment out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already funded the SoundCloud with the Patreon support, which has mm-hmm. been very helpful. So thank you for everyone who donated to that. Yeah, yeah so it'd be really great if this was self-sustaining. Uh, that would give us more opportunities to bring on more guests, more time to do this, more episodes. Uh, check out other stuff we got going on. Gene and I bring them back. Uh, Talk all monsters in honor of Godzilla, King of Monsters, King, king of the Monsters, King. It's king of there's the a monsters. lot of monsters, and there's a king. It's Godzilla, and yeah. he's gonna beat people probably yeah uh, the king man yeah but on today's episode we're gonna talk about a couple things first up uh we will be talking about movies we saw throughout march three specifically and if we have time anything else you guys caught that you want to highlight can i can i pause really quick yeah um i want to take it back to what you said about your patreon mm-hmm. uh to anybody and everybody listening um it's great to see uh two artists of color Making and running their own podcast. Thank you very much. Well, thank you. So uh, they work really hard. It's been years, and with that said, mm-hmm. uh, it takes a village. Yeah. So if you guys can be that village, step up and help these guys so they can create great content, get the word out there, and uh, change the narrative mm-hmm. for people of color talking about the entertainment industry. Yeah. What is your What's your thing on your flyers? Not the white guy. Or oh, white? Yeah, like, oh, no, I, I, I we gotta reprint, we gotta reprint those because it's been uh, a while. But uh, on these flyers, we had an LA Comic Con like two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. it was good. It, it was uh, yeah, we're not like, just a bunch of white guys. Yes, look, exactly. I, I, I know a bunch of white guys doing podcasts. Not like them, but there's yeah. a lot of white guys doing podcasts, and we're we're like, not like very saturated. I've already seen it. Yeah, yeah. we've already seen that narrative. So majority of podcasts out there 
I remember my, my mother actually went to a convention in Colorado about podcasting and majority of it. And it's like a fat chunk, like more than half, like, like double more. I'm saying 70s and 80s is white men. And it, it's, it's true. I mean, that's why, uh, you know, again, Gene and I are basically from this out of pocket for the most part right now. So it's harder to bring on guests when we don't really have a, a home base to yeah. do the studio. But that's why Gene and I have been very lucky to be able to reach out to other people in the film community in front, behind the camera, behind the criticism and analysis side of things. It allows us to bring on disparate voices, different yeah. voices that, that we wouldn't be able to have the opportunity on anyways. And we'd like to be able to keep doing that. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of uh, race and politics, let's jump into the first subject today. Uh, S. Craig Zoller is a really talented white writer <laughs> who deals with a lot of uh, ex modern exploitation, pulp, kind of violent. A lot of his stuff, all of his stuff is very, very violent. Yeah. Uh, I've read a handful of his scripts before they made it to the, to the screen. screen, and I'm, I'm very impressed with his work. And he, he wants to make it clear that he wants the movies to speak for themselves. He's apolitical. He doesn't want to focus on the left or the right. You, you, it doesn't make sense, then, that you cast Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn twice. Right. He's cast Vince Vaughn as a lead. Uh, the characters in his films are predominantly bad people. They're mm -hmm. clearly doing bad things to less bad people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even good people. And he wants the narratives to focus on their actions and their comeuppance. And I... I a lot of the bad people do get their comeuppance in that. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he's focusing on like institutions. So like he gets enough of it to be able to provoke responses from people. Right. Mm -hmm. But he needs to understand that as a white guy with this, with this, uh, privilege, privilege thank mm -hmm. you, that nothing you do is apolitical. And right. I think he's smart enough to realize that. Right. Well, but he's also yeah, still I doing it. Exactly. I remember it. Oh, what were you gonna say? I was just going to say, it's not apolitical when you hire like an anti-Semite as your lead in Mel Gibson, you know? Yeah. There's nothing apolitical about that. You know? I always think about that tweet that Jimmy Fallon said where, I think it was around the time of Trump, and Trump was on his show, mm -hmm. and people were really like reaming into him about having Trump on his show. And yeah, basically, his hair. Yeah, and normalizing Trump. Normalizing and him. normalizing the hate speech that Trump spews all the time. I think Jimmy Fallon, like, I think he tweeted something about like, um... I don't really worry about politics yeah. or politics don't affect me or yeah. that it's I don't that. like think or th see things politically. And it's like, that's that right there, that ability for you to tweet that is white privilege mm -hmm. in and of itself. Mm -hmm. And that alone is why you can think that mm -hmm. yeah. and yeah. feel that. Cause it doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't affect them as like a rich yeah. guy, you know? And it's just like, you know, all these people are like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't care for politics. It, Cause yeah, it doesn't fucking affect you, you know, yeah. your, your life. Um, you know, when you say like, uh, when you do, when you put certain people on your show on like, you know, when you put like a, someone like Donald Trump on your show, you're normalizing them. Uh, that's like political in itself. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't say that bullshit. Cause yeah. it, it's also impossible for you to be apolitical or like be out of politics because right. politics exists whether mm -hmm. you want it to exist or not. And it's just, we all live in a form of a governed system and we all have to follow set rules and regulations mm -hmm in order to best work and be coexisting with each other and to be, hopefully be copacetic with each other. Yeah. But that's not always the case. And uh, in that, the system of power politically that has lifted these white guys to say, I can be apolitical or politics doesn't affect me, in and of itself is the politics. Yeah. That's yeah. why you have that power to say and do yeah. that and feel that. Yeah. And I really appreciated um, the other side of that coin is Samuel Jackson. Where he was just, he, I loved his, like, uh, interview where he just, like, went into town. It's like, because he's like, oh, they tell me, like, not, what, is, what did he say, like, um, about, he said, he talks about Trump. And he's like, he's like, fine, don't see my movie. I don't give a fuck. I already cashed the check. <laughs> you know, it's like, you yeah. know, they're saying just be an actor. Well, I'm a fucking human being. Mm -hmm. It's like, this shit affects me. It's like, and you're telling me don't care about my life. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's like a really counterpoint. Yeah, I really appreciate that stuff. statement. Yeah, uh, some, I guess I should also list some films that he's he's done, which I everything I've seen of his, I, I've been a big fan of. Uh, Bone Tomahawk, which is a great little uh, western. weird yes. western mm -hmm. flick with one of the hardest to watch violent scenes I've ever seen in a film. A mm -hmm. uh, friend of the show and listener, Dan Doherty, watched it for the first time and he said he threw up. And he tweeted at me saying... Uh, I didn't sign up for this, so Dan, I apologize again. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the rest of it, though. Wasn't that the return of, um, what's his name? 
Kurt Russell? Yeah, but Kurt Russell. It's Handlebar Mustang. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Handlebar Renaissance. Three uh, Guardians 2, so yeah. that was when it, it came back. With but he was pretty much, what's his name again? Gunslinger, Tombstone. Oh, uh, White Earp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White Earp. He was pretty much White Earp again. Yeah. Basically. Um, but even that film, you know, like the the villains of that are cannibalistic mm-hmm. tribe of Native Americans. But even they have a Native American character in the movie who's living in the town who's like, oh, those aren't my people. Mm-hmm. Like those are like weird mutated versions and stuff. Like they're not human. And it's like mm-hmm. you're, he's trying to separate the political from like the story, mm-hmm. yeah. but it still doesn't. It's still like othering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's exactly. just like man. Yeah, yeah you, you, you can't do that. It's um, divisive. Uh, that, I mean, Brawl in Cell Block '99s, the one he did with Vince Vaughn prior to this, and it is about like how hell is institutionalized with pr- the prison system uh-huh. and and law and order and crime. Like it's a cycle of violence. That is that still a white thing. guy that's a lead? It's though? still a white guy that's a lead. Oh, okay, it's very clear is that he... he understands the nature of these systems, but then he's like provoking specific things by having white guys. Yeah. Like as his leads and doing certain things in his films, right. you know. Yeah. Another film that I, I did find myself thinking was very well made, but like, yeah. kind of like tugging at my shirt collar. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't get. I don't know. Was he like a skinhead in Vince Vaughn? He, he's a skinhead. Okay. He, he's he's clearly he's like shaped a, head in the poster. Right? Shaped head. Mm-hmm. That certain tattoo yeah. in the back of his skull, and like that's more than an appropriate reaction to that movie. Yeah. You know, when someone said like I, that was just uncomfortable to watch. You'd be like, yeah. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody yeah. because of the subject matter and the way the world... If the world was better off and this was like just straight exploitation, if there was a way to be possibly apolitical, if the world was just that well off, yeah. then I think that like, would be fine, you know? Yeah. But it's not, and I think that's an important discussion to have. Mm-hmm. Like, what's apolitical of rock? Yeah. Like, how could you be, you know... Yeah. I don't know. It's like, what's apolitical anyway? Like, what, what does that even mean? You know what? At the yeah. end of the day, yeah. if it was possible to be apolitical, given our current state of the world yeah you're gonna be fucking boring yeah that's mm-hmm. that's what it is i think you know uh mm-hmm. and then the big the big point of discussion his his latest film that he wrote and directed uh dragged across concrete yeah. dra- dragged across concrete excuse me yeah. uh, starring mel gibson and vince vaughn is about two cops who um yeah. are, are pulled out of active duty because they're they're uh they use excessive force on a on a mexican mm-hmm. uh, gang member and it's very clear that it's like trying to provoke like oh man people are too PC nowadays yeah and like the way the film plays out uh, if it's sim- similar to the script uh, they definitely get their comeuppance and they do not walk away spoiler alert mm-hmm. and they, they clearly suffer oh, for their the actions cops? yeah they clearly oh. suffer for their actions but it's like he's still leading them down this path and he's not the film doesn't criticize them for their actions they just end up mm. not making it through the story oh. so it's like He's like almost there. I think he could do it someday. Someday. But until he has this conversation, he's not going to be able to like reach yeah, or, full potential or as an artist even. Yeah, or if he's like even able to listen to that to that critique of his work. Like I, I feel like I don't know if he'd be even open. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, that, that's you're kind of racist, dude. <laughs> like you can't just be tossing this stuff around and not taking responsibility for those yeah, actions. Yeah. So low key. Yeah. yeah, I just I, I just think that's an important thing to talk about, and I uh, I, I yeah. hope I hope it works out for the best. But you know, it's a part of criticism, right? To bring awareness to these mm-hmm. things that these other quote unquote apolitical people don't notice. Yeah, because it doesn't affect them, which mm-hmm. it does. Because there's no way you can tell a story and be apolitical. It's like impossible. Yeah, your story is a product, just like you are a product of whatever political system you belong to. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether you acknowledge it influences you, it does influence you. Yeah. Speaking of a political, I'll move on to the next subject unless you guys sure. have anything else on that. Yeah, bring it. Uh, I watched the Netflix film Triple Frontier, written by <laughs> Mark Bowl, uh, the writer of Detroit, which I did not see, okay. uh, Zero Dark Thirty, which I did see, yeah, and I, I believe The Hurt Locker, which I also did see. Yes. Two very good Catherine Bigelow films that are maybe a little underwritten. Mm-hmm. And so Triple Frontier, my quick take is that it is also a little underwritten. <laughs> There's interesting stuff in it for sure. Yeah. But yeah. again, it kind of like wants to veer away from like I don't want to make any commentary about how soldiers are kind of like uh, broken by being yeah. products of war, yeah. the drug system. They can never really stop. Yeah, like, like it's clearly trying to be like a genre piece through and through without acknowledging that. Yeah. But then it makes it feel kind of hollow mm-hmm. <laughs> through certain points. Did you guys see Triple Frontier? I did. I did. Okay, yeah. uh, Cruz, you're the guest. What did you think of Triple Frontier? Uh, I uh, put you on the spot. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Um, I was entertained. Uh, so I was in it. Like I, I remember, it was more than two hours, right? 
Yeah, it's like it's, it's, I think it's like two hours flat. Yeah, it's it's a so runtime. Like, yeah, I was like, all right, cool, bringing back the two hour films. Um, so I, I was in it. I liked, I like, I like the actors, and I like the the projects I've seen them in before. Um, I like that there was two Latino leads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal are friends in real life. Yeah, The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Mandalorian yeah. and uh, what's his name, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. Yeah. Oh, technically, no, yeah, no, Oscar Isaac's. Uh, oh, Dameron. Yeah, Poe Dameron. Yeah. yeah, Latinos taking over space. Yeah. yeah, so they're technically in the same universe, uh, yeah. roughly around the same time. If I think the Mandalorian, yeah, could, the Mandalorian could still be alive. Uh, yeah, like Poe. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's cool. If you guys ever get a chance to watch their GQ interview together, mm-hmm. uh, GQ does a lot of interviews where it shows actors and they read stuff like the be- most cool oh, stuff about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're actually really funny together. You can tell they're friends. They oh, have like a good. they have a bromance going on. It's right. really cute. Um, I thought they did a good job. I thought Oscar Oscar did a great job. Um, ben Affleck. <laughs> ben Affleck. I was like, whoa, all right. Ben Affleck was all right. Yeah, he was good. Are you still a big like Affleck fan? No, I'm just a big Affleck being Batman fan. (laughs) I think Affleck Affleck looks like Batman out of Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck looks the most like Bruce Wayne and Batman in and out of the costume. He got the not to derail the conversation already, but he got the sword under the stick with that universe. Yeah, Yeah, poor guy. He did. Yeah, but I mean that's the closest the DC, in my opinion, has ever gotten to. Yeah. Uh, a good version sure. looking wise like he looks like a Jim Lee girl yeah he does look like a Jim <laughs> oh, Lee girl right? um, uh, Jim Lee's at WonderCon currently yes. right yeah and you're going soon I'm going to WonderCon tomorrow me and my girlfriend are going hell yeah oh, are we dating this episode by saying that uh, probably but who cares that's okay. fine, that's fine. We're, we're just uh, hanging out yeah um, the idea of the frontier being a Latin American country um, no <laughs> I'm not for that yeah, uh, yeah. I'm tired of that happening um, like honestly, I love Narcos. Yeah. I think it's a really good show. Uh, acting, everything written, like even the camera work, even in the way the storytelling's done. From like showing sometimes, like especially with Michael Pena's second season, I thought. I mean, first season, I thought that was really good. Um, but normally, after aside from that, because I feel like those are historical pieces, that's how I write it off in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tired of Latin America being the backdrop of like violence in this, like still this untamed wild west that uh, white americans can go and explore and have fun and do villainous gunslinging things and like it's fetishizing it it's fetishizing yes so that was like the one qualm i had that was the biggest qualm i had uh but yeah i agree with you actually i feel like there was a lot more there was there was stuff in that story that you were kind of like oh cool 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 and then there was a lot that wasn't that was left to like i mean the ending was all right I was like, oh, that's cool. I want, I want to give Gene a chance to speak, but I, I, there are moments that we can talk about. Uh, Gene, go ahead, but then after well, I'm going to say for spoilers, uh, yeah, I feel click like, ahead to the time code down yeah. below. No, I feel like you guys pretty much summed up. Like, I don't want to add to it. <laughs> I like that director, JC Chandor, who's a very talented director. Uh, I think people should stop working with Mark Bull until he figures out a way to stop underwriting his stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I, I respect the hustle. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yeah. shit talk. The artist, but uh, yeah. Yeah. all his loss is good. Um, all his, I really like all his loss. Uh, what's the movie he did with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain? The most violent year. Most violent year. That's a really movie. Yeah. movie. He's a good director. Man. That was a good movie. It was, yeah. Oscar Isaac kills it. He does. Yeah, I can't uh, think of a role I didn't think he was like. I know that dude. That dude was built to be like a movie star. Oh, sucker punch. Yeah. Uh, he's good man uh, yeah I'm not saying the movie overall I'm talking about him like oh, what okay. he does sure like uh, even even in um, Drive one of the first ones I remember seeing him and like his role was short compared to the rest of the film but yeah, I, remember. I still thought it was good that's the movie that got me like into film criticism because I remember watching it and oh, being, yeah? like the only person in my friend group who loved it and I was like why is this why did it do this to my brain? Why did it not do it to yours? No. Oh, really? Yeah, and so he he was like one of the parts of it. I was like, God, it was so good. And he does like nothing. He does nothing. Yeah. Like, spoiler: He just like dies in the yeah. movie. But, spoiler: uh, <laughs> That movie's like over five years old now, right? Yeah. People people complain about it a lot. Seen it, but um, but no, like yeah, like there's things in the movie that really work. Like I think it's clear that the film doesn't endorse the acts that they do in what what country. They didn't even say what country it was now. Was no, it? just like no. nebulous, like uh-huh. South America. Uh-huh. So, so all those pair? guys are brown and yeah, like, drug it's just like come on, uh, come on, man. Yeah, it's 2019. What yeah. the fuck? Uh, Triple Frontier is supposed to relate 
and I'm, again, I do not endorse this, but it's supposed to relate like some geographic location of like three separate countries in South America. I know yes. that, but I don't even remember what, what those countries are. And that might be on me. But yeah. The film doesn't I help de- it either. I think it's definitely past the border of Mexico. Okay. Uh, we're definitely like in South America. Yeah. And then in top of South America, before you hit to like Peru and Brazil, there's like a lot of Venezuela, Guatemala, like Colombia, I think all those. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it kind of just like, yeah. Somewhere there, which dude. is the fault of the film for sure. Yeah, um, and I don't think it endorses the act of them like stealing from from the the cartel, and then like how badly they fuck up when that, when mm-hmm. that started happening. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going here. Mm-hmm. I think I'm into this. Mm-hmm. And then, um, even then when, kind of even just when like, does it really? Yeah. Times, you know, when they met the villagers, that was cool. Yeah. And then yeah. to see what the villagers did after, I also mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, and again, uh, spoilers. Click down below to move on to the next uh, segment of the show. <laughs> uh, ben Affleck just bites it, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, we're going mm-hmm. here! Yeah. They're gonna suffer for their actions." Yes, I was in, man. But then, like, it so often falls back on the, the idea of just like, "Oh, the brotherhood of soldiers," and mm-hmm. like, "Hua brotherhood." Yeah, we're gonna get through this together. Yeah, and then I end on like that, that optimistic note about like, ooh, uh, we, we got through this. You know, not everyone made it out, but you know, at the end of the day, we're soldiers and we're brotherhood. And I was like, you're ending the film there? <laughs> After everything? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. And then he was like, go find that girl in Australia. And he was like, ooh. Uh. Yeah. And I was like, I think we <laughs> got to start having a, a more serious conversation about how we portray that stuff in yeah, war. Yeah. It's kind of like toxic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for uh, sure. Talk, especially because yeah. I feel like you know, toxic masculinity I don't know if it's, all the way. Yeah, yeah, relevant, but like I feel like the Punisher handled that really well. Are you talking about um, uh, the Punisher show? What's his name? Yeah, the show. Yeah, where yeah, it's like he's kind of that character, but he's not like a toxic uh, dude. I would say, right? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Really off topic. No, 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 no. I think it's right on topic. No, actually, you're talking about yeah. toxic because that's how you should handle the character, where it's like. He's very affected by the war. He doesn't like. He feels like they undercut all these people. Um, he's very disillusioned with his country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys were a little bit still proud to be like yeah. Uncle Sam's little right hand man. Right. And the fact and, that they even had to like do this to like stay afloat financially, yeah, I think speaks volumes about how uh, veterans are treated. You know, and like at the end yes. of the day, I don't, I don't blame the soldiers. I blame the institution of yes. war. Sure. But the film doesn't blame the institution for it. It's just like, yeah. man, that didn't work out. That's yeah. crazy. I'm also thinking, why is Ben Affleck driving a big ass like Ford truck, like gas guzzling shit? Like, you're worrying about your budget, bro. Why are you yeah. driving that big ass truck? Man? That's that, expensive. Fuel, as as a character flaw, I kind of like that though. Because I mean, <laughs> Ben Affleck has this weird like meta nature to him now, where it's like, you know, he was on Cloud Nine, uh-huh. married to Jennifer Gardner, beat Batman. Oscar winning act, uh, director, director. Right. and then like now it's kind of like kind of has to rebuild himself for it. you know not to get too serious but it's like you know yeah. Ben Affleck yeah. is sad Affleck's kind of the thing right now yeah. you know and so he's always that, had a history like that though no right I think it's severely worse yeah. now not that like, it wasn't you know, there before like, just because he got higher stakes well it's just yeah. to say yeah. you know it's, it's unfortunate like his alcoholism alcoholism and all that yeah. You know? Oh, that's real. I don't. I don't yeah, know. No, that's, I don't know. Not, not to get all like gossip and stuff, but like I'm glad it, it looks like he's he's going help. back to work and like getting help. Jennifer yeah, Garner is a terrible disease. Uh, really helping him through it too, and yeah. that's good. Good for him. Wish him the best. Yeah. But I love that. Like before we move on, because this movie really isn't that much worth talking about that. beyond this. It's fine. No, but it's great because you're finding stuff. We're oh, finding things yeah. within it. Yeah. Um, but I just love because it was like when it opened with the Metallica song, I was like, oh, we're going. <laughs> We're going full fucking, like, um, yeah, two, early 2000s, like, yeah, yeah. action joint. Yeah, it's oh. in the helicopter, and he's yeah. just looking down. And, and it's totally one of those movies, but everyone's tired and sad. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I loved that. You know what? That is a good saying. I literally rooted for nobody in that movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't root for Things anybody. Things just happened. Because everybody was just tired. Things were just happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't root for anybody. Mm-hmm. Even Oscar Isaac going to find that girl in Australia, I was kind of like, man, who gives a fuck? All right, go find her. The the one thing I want to leave off on, who I think is genuinely like an amazing moment in the film, was when to stay warm to survive, they had to burn the, they had to start burning the cash. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, this is the shit. The the moment between, yeah, yeah, like there that it it melts the thing about like brotherhood, but also just like, man, this was clearly a mistake. Let's just get through this and move on with our lives. That, mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, that's the movie I came to see. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of peters out after that. But, because uh, they became overzealous. Mm-hmm. Because they were trying to take too much. And then because they took too much, those split seconds slowed everything down. Yeah. And it led to this domino effect. Exactly. Yeah. 
R.I.P. Ben Affleck's character who just got fucking when that when that happened, I was like, oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> but oh well. Yeah. Uh, but then even Oscar Isaac came in and said like it's not their fault. Like he <laughs> was understanding it, and I was like, that was cool to show. Maybe a little bit of his Latina dad. Yeah, was understanding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there are moments in the film where it's like, it hints at something greater. Yeah. And it's just like fun in the long run. But if you got Netflix, I would recommend checking it out. Uh, I can't I can't be like, rush you to go check it out. But yeah. it's a movie that's on there. It's yeah. a movie. It's a movie. It's certainly a movie. Uh, like, you, will like, be, you will be entertained. I was like, I followed it through. I yeah. was never like... I was, I was never bored. Yeah, yeah I was never uh, bored. I, I thought it looked kind of flat, just cinematography-wise, and then the, the rain stuff looked cool, and yeah. that's all I got. You know what's a good movie? Captain Marvel. Is it? Yes. I'm just kidding. Uh, do you want Do you want to lead it then, since you? Yeah. Um, a movie I was a ne- I was a background in. Oh, for that's sure. right. Dude, I was looking for you in the scenes, man. Um, yeah. So I'm in the I'm in this background spoiler in. Uh, but are you genuinely in it? Because I uh, looked, I didn't see you. I know I'm I'm in that reaction shot. I'm in the scene, the flashback of uh, young Kate, uh, Carol Danvers when she crashes the go-kart. I'm one of the people gawking at her like... Are you wearing the brown jacket? Uh, I, I, you'd have to freeze frame it to see me. You gotta wait until it comes on DVD. Wait, so, yeah, so you can see me. So I'm in that, if anyone didn't know. So I'm going to support the movie I'm in. Uh, no spoilers right here for like, uh, give quick thoughts and yeah. then Cruz quick thoughts and then okay. I, me quick thoughts and then we'll get into spoilers. Right. I, I really enjoyed it. I felt this is a movie Marvel should have came out with in phase one because, you know, if they have Wonder Woman, um, you know, you, like Kevin Feige, I'm, you know, under Ike Perlmutter, it's understandable, but it's cool to see uh, the uh, first like feminist like Marvel film and kind of like, you know, a good like feminist uh, movie in general and, you know, it was, it was, um, it went, it was very nuanced. Um, I really appreciate its, its themes, the changes it made to certain characters without spoiling it. And just, it was a fun movie. It was great. And like, it showed the, it showed the monotony of the nineties. Like, man, block, are we really nostalgic about Blockbuster? $10 for three rentals for a night or two nights? It was like two or three nights. It's two or three nights. Don't it's rag like, on it. You could, bar- you could do it for a weekend. <laughs> okay, it was like Friday night to Sunday night. Okay. But anyway, I, I liked it. It was great. Uh, Cruz. Um, I agree with Gene that it is a movie they should have done phase one. And I think because they didn't, I actually thought it was more boring to be now. Mm. Because I was like, uh, these are kind of like some tropes and some things that I feel like we'd already done. Mm. And I feel like it wasn't as special as it should have been. Mm. Especially because it was a feminist movie. Yeah. Um, uh, especially because it premiered on what is it, National Women's Day or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They planned that stuff out, man. Just like they planned Black Panther to be during... Uh, Black, Black History Month. Yeah. Hey go. man, someone's there. Dude. Got his problems, but they're doing it right. <laughs> so, yeah, they're figuring something out. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was good though overall. I am excited to see uh, how this powerhouse plays into the next uh, phase and to the second end game. Um, yeah, I thought uh, Larson did really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool to see young Coulson and young um, Nick Fury. Fury. Yeah. I, I was going to ask you something really quick. What? The di- digital de-aging for Nick Fury's face is amazing. But when he runs, he still has like an old man run. That's right? right. You did talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told you that. He has that old man run. It's like you could change He's 70, face. dog. <laughs> I mean, it's like, but like, man, get a body double for that guy. <laughs> it's like he can't, yeah. Yeah, you can't well, fake that. I'll learn to overlook it because he's calling out Trumpers. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was like the funniest thing. Uh, the de-aging <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was great to see um, that the scrolls were a total commentary on mm-hmm. a specific type of people that exist uh, trying to find homes in other countries. Mm-hmm. It's a total commentary. I guess there's spoilers for this now. Right. I guess. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, no, no, oh, damn. My bad. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Yeah, it's a total commentary on immigrants mm-hmm. and um, the fact that the scrolls physically look. Like ugly, yeah. They're other, yeah. The yeah. other, they're not traditionally like, yeah. What we perceive as right. good looking. Because mm-hmm. in the uh, original comics, the Kree Skull War, I think I believe that both the sides are like supposed to be equally as bad. Yeah, and, that's that's a spoiler and, for and, the comics. And, and honestly, I think it's time to do away with that. Just right. because, again, like if our fantasies are go- and and fiction is going to re- replicate like reality in some capacity. We gotta acknowledge that not both sides are equally bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes you end up with the GOP. 
Yeah. Pretty easy to gain like the the upper hand in terms of like empathy there. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, I really, I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that, James, because like I remember someone saying like, "Oh, I don't like how they did the scrolls." I want Secret Invasion. I'm like, they're the like, are you like, are you a scroll stand? Like, you're like that yeah. obsessed with like the scrolls? Well, like, who cares? Like, these I movies don't... aren't here to repeat your comics. Yeah, they're here yeah, to take absolutely. certain elements, mm-hmm. but they're here to be their own separate entities exactly. mm-hmm. that just it's happen nice. to be similar to what you like. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like, why do you want to see the same thing replicated yeah. already yeah. too? Secret yeah. Invasion is not that great. So not a good time. I mean, even in terms of like the secret invasion stuff, mm-hmm. the Hydra arc and Winter Soldier with it's them being like in the government already—that's that's the same thing. You'd be repeating a similar plot, you know? Yeah. Like, what do you give a fuck? So about I that? felt like having it's the scrolls be um, allegories for uh, like refugees—that's even refugees. stronger yep. than like they're just the secret invasion. Home. Yeah, they just went home, and it plays against your expectations and all that. And that's great filmmaking and great storytelling. So you know, fucking comic book accurate for that yeah. particular aspect. Plus they also made you laugh at the scrolls since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the leader, I can't think, I can't remember his name. Oh, Talos. Uh, Talos. Talos, yeah. he's great. Which I thought is what made you, you were laughing at villains, mm-hmm. what you were perceiving as villains in the beginning. And I just like the plot twist that it was some pretty else that was the villain. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was cool because I remember seeing people like Next to me, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Not, so that, not even just somebody else. Like, if, if I may right now, just, like, we've got to look at what they're saying, too. The pretty white dude, Jude Law, mm-hmm. is the antagonist of the film. He's not the ultimate villain for Captain Marvel, but yeah. in this film, he is the her villain. direct antagonist. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's, and the fact yeah. that he was manipulating her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I thought, I don't know. That, that speaks it? to something about, uh, I, I think, uh, the feminist angle on the film. Yes. In terms right. of how, like, I love that. women are, like perceived to be like constructed for like mm-hmm. for, uh, for the patriarchy basically yeah. that's really what it is and like and how um we tell them what to do mm-hmm. and stuff like that you that know that was, yeah, that yeah that was uh i went to see it with mariana and that was her comment mm-hmm. that she liked that uh she she shot him yeah, yeah i love that i was like, gonna say i, I love that scene where it's you. like he's like oh let's fight here and she's like no fuck that i don't have anything to prove to you fuck yeah. you mm-hmm. that was awesome that was amazing yeah uh, I guess really fucking quick, just because uh, I, I have thoughts on this film. Yeah, I thought it looked kind of boring. Mm. Uh, I was like, oh, Brie Larson's a worthy Oscar-winning actress, mm-hmm. like one of the few who like probably deserves it in the history of Oscar winners. Right, room's um, great. Uh, she, she's great. Um, but uh, I was like, I don't know about this. And then I saw it opening weekend, and I was like. This was really good. Yeah, it has. It's got a problem the other Marvel movies have, but like sure. whatever. If those aren't breaking the other movies for you, it's weird that this one is breaking yeah. it for some people. And the uh, oh yeah, I was sorry. Gonna, go ahead. I was gonna say the worst fucking take I've ever heard was like, was like, well, she's too wooden. It's like she's a fucking brainwashed character. Yeah, she's, she's discovering herself. Oh, as the people movie are like, on. oh, you know, she's too like. What they? What do they? She's, she's she doesn't have enough to play in the the she's, first half of the movie. They seem like she's wooden. But it's like she's brainwashed into she's being a brainwashed character. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah, that she has no personality. She's just a figure. Like she has of no war. personality. It's like yeah. that's yeah. that's she's that's the point of the movie. You it's the fact that en- she's a mindless soldier. You, you cannot enjoy that. Like that could be a valid criticism for someone, maybe, but like. At least acknowledge that it's intentional. Well, well it's, it's intentional, but it's like when it's coming from some white dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Which we will get to white dude yeah. criticisms in the next segment. Yeah! <laughs> That's what uh, I'm waiting for. Uh, I, I just want to say a little bit more on Captain Marvel really yeah. quick. Uh, it's got great science fiction writing. Uh, I won't get a new Star Trek movie for the foreseeable future, unfortunately. And this filled a very big Star Trek hole in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Star Trek. And how they handled the scrolls was very reminiscent of like TNG... Yeah, and, uh, maybe even the original series stuff there. Uh, the action and stuff. Some I know people are big fans. The Rooster Brothers, I think, forgot how to shoot action after the Winter Soldier. <laughs> and for this, the action's not groundbreaking, but like it's framed, it's edited clearly, uh, it's centered, so it's easy to follow. You know, um, okay. and the fact that there, there's no big villain throwdown. It's just her being like, I have nothing left to prove. I know who I am now, mm-hmm. and then blowing him away after maybe. Jude Law basically makes the super villain version of debate me. Which yeah, he's awesome. Shapiro. <laughs> it was also, awesome. Yeah. Also, too, taking on uh, the accuser. Oh, the yeah. accuser. Oh, I feel yeah, like that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. they were trying to throw in another villain, and that villain was like, oh, we're out. Fuck this shit. Yeah. We out. Um, I expected The Long Kiss Goodnight, uh, a great mystery action thriller film from the 90s, starring Samuel L. Jackson in a similar role to this film. 
well, well as well as an amnesia adventure story. Mm-hmm. So when I didn't get that in Captain Marvel first, I was like, okay, let me adjust because that's not what the movie's doing. But he's still like a great supporting oh, character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really love the Flurkin also. Yeah. All about Goose. The goose is the Goose. Shit. I want to um, adopt him. I love her. It's a her. Her. Okay. Her. Yeah. I love Flur- the Flurkin. And I was actually very surprised because I heard a lot of backlash about how like how Nick Fury loses his eye in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, racing you want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. Because I actually thought like, oh, that's Cause, hilarious. Because it's established Nick Fury lies in Avengers, which you lied about Coulson's thing. It's an established in the movie. He embellishes stories, and it's not really a lie when he's like, "Oh, someone I trusted." He did trust Goose, yeah, and he scratched I, his eye. I also think it establishes that um, throughout all the movies, Nick Fury has been the spy. Yeah, Tony Stark even comments on that, like what two or three times. Like, yeah. he is the spy, and even like Spider Man in the trailer turns around in uh, Spider Man. Uh, oh, what is oh, it? Far from home. Far from home. Yeah, oh, yeah. they really like that home. Um, yeah. He turns around, there's like Nick Fury in the shadows in a seat, mm-hmm. like Diego's sitting in right now. Don't ruin the magic. And he just like <laughs> shot that kid, but like tranquilizer, obviously, but still, like Nick Fury is the spy. He's yeah. the spy spy. I, I I really can't believe how much I missed him and I didn't even realize it in this universe. I think yeah. the movies have significantly lost something without Nick Fury since Age of Ultron. Yeah. And that's there, there have been some really great ones. My favorite one came, Guardians 2 has no Nick Fury, but I'm just saying like, for the Avengers specific stuff, I it was nice to be reminded like, oh my god, this was a really great character, and yeah, how he does embellish his stories and how he believes, even though he's in the spy game, mm-hmm. he's worked with like the CIA and the FBI probably, notoriously mm-hmm. not great agencies. No. Yeah. He's someone who believes in like the betterment of these heroes and like how they can represent the right. best of us and that's such a great character, and I, I'm glad that Samuel Jackson's basically done to do them for the rest of his career. And she life. and she's also the Avenger of the Avengers. She oh, is, yeah. She's, yeah, she she's, she's their Superman. Man. Yeah, that's awesome. She's she inspired them. Yeah, yeah. She is the reason exactly. for them. So um, everything I was worried about, I basically was more than happy with. I, I'm, I came away very happy from this movie. Oh, that's no, cool. Too, that's yeah. awesome. I loved it. I saw it twice. Yeah, I only saw it once, but I, saw it, I think I saw it twice. Yeah. I did see it twice. Oh. Fell asleep the second time, but that's because it was late. <laughs> okay, I get that. And I was run. I was running before. It's okay. So it's okay. Something I haven't seen twice, but I really want to see twice is Jordan Peele's it. next film or oh. uh, just released film, Us. Yeah. Yes. So let's get right. Look, we're, I'm There's just gonna talk to some spoilers because yeah. we're not gonna. It's hard to talk about this one without that. No spoilers. No, we're we're talking we're full spoilers full spoiler. here. Oh, yeah, right. all the spoilers. Uh, hey, we all liked it. That's the thing. Here's the, that's the, the least spoiler we can get. Yeah, turn off right now if you don't want spoilers. Yeah, please, please go see it. Yeah, because uh, this is probably going to remain the best film of 2019, in my opinion. It'll, it'll be an amazing year for film if this is not the best, like hands down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Gene, mm-hmm. you led the last one. Cruz, let's go back to yeah, you. What did you think of Jordan Peele's Us? Oh, lead? Did I lead? I oh, led one, didn't I? You led, uh, you oh, led... yeah, but you're the guest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, if, you, if you want, if you want to hand it off, yeah. Means, but um, I don't know. So far, uh, <laughs> okay. Do you need a second? I do. Um, okay. No, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Um, Jordan Peele. I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Jordan Peele can do no wrong in my mm-hmm. eyes so far. Exactly. Um, he's like a God. He's like a Donald Glover of filmmaking. Him and Donald Glover should team up. You heard it here first. Yeah. They should he team opened up and Get Out with Redbone. With Redbone, yeah. yeah. And that was probably him saying, "Yo, Donald Glover, <laughs> what's up? Come over here." Um, I like to see that. God, Jordan Peele. I mean, I'm excited for the Twilight Zone. Never anybody more than I ever wanted to see lead this Twilight Zone than him. Oh, this movie submitted it like this series is going to be great. Yeah, Um, in my opinion, Get Out should have won. This picture, yeah, Um, yeah. So he just Jordan Peele just nails it. Uh, I honestly think he's creating a new form of horror film, Mm -hmm. Uh, just like a new subgenre within horror film. and it's not elevated horror. Oh yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, I, just... ha- I, I had a, a really quick. Let's talk about movies. They'll be up a little, a couple weeks after this, where we confront that very idea. And of course, oh. the panel we did at Comic Con about the idea of what is horror. Horror yeah. is about the the fears of society and fears mm-hmm. of people. It doesn't have to be in your face scary. Yeah. Us is in your face scary though. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? You know what? Um, cut, sorry if I'm interrupting. No, no, you the go. Themes for it. of this movie, I think, for people like what is horror, and it's like you know, it's you know, it's pretty scary. Fucking. Uh, the, well, yeah, the, the, what is it, the, like, 
looking looking at a reflection of this country. I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah horror is a mirror. It's a mirror. Horror yeah. film has always been horror genre has always been a mirror to and, what the hell is going on. Yeah, or has like, gone on before. Right, like that could be affecting now. Yes, yeah, and like there's so much to like so much to appreciate in this movie and what he was trying to say. Where it's like, you know, I love the line where, like, they asked them, the doppelgangers or the tethered, like, what are you? It's like, we're Americans. And I thought that was, like, that was a really good, like, tipping point, like, what this movie is about. Where it's just like, you know, the tethered are, you know, they are Americans, but they're the others, in a, the otherness in America. And the otherness, because I was talking to Daniel earlier, that this country, like, has exploited for, like, hundreds of years, you know, could be... They, they're representative like a lot of a lot of like disenfranchised people like um even to the maze house being indigenous mm-hmm. yeah. in the beginning oh he was telling me which yeah. right away i saw and i was like oh no fuck that and then they changed it to merlin and i was like oh okay cool but even then it's still to like out. it changes one uh, atrocity for uh for the native american shaman like caricature mm-hmm. to a grand wizard and i don't think that's either that's also uh, i think that's also intentional Mm-hmm. The fact that it goes from that to a grand wizard, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, just saying, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. Just saying, um, I just just the fact too that they're wearing like literal orange jumpsuits. Oh, red jumpsuits. Red jumpsuits. Yeah. Oh, the red. My bad. It's basically the See, in my mind, I'm thinking orange jumpsuits. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally that they're Hopefully. wearing jumpsuits. They're wearing mega caps. Yeah. Or no, I'm thinking prison. Oh, prison industrial complex. Okay. These yeah. people are living in literal tunnels, mm-hmm. underground, prison, tethered, living shadow lives of what other people outside mm-hmm. of brick walls are living. Yeah. And like, I just thought that was like, yeah, that's brilliant. Holy, yeah, it's like yeah. you know, also the fact that like you know, this country was like built on like exploiting a bunch of people, and they're literally living underneath people. So mm-hmm. like, people literally are living on foundations built on these people. Mm-hmm. They're living in the sewer. And, yeah, uh, there are some. Uh, we're gonna be hopping around a little bit because this movie, there's, this isn't a bad thing, but yeah. it, it, it's it's a little messier in how it presents its ideas. Get Out is very much about race and specifically about that yeah. and all its facets. Us is about us, so it's about yeah. a lot of things. It's about America, yeah. It's about America. It's literally the US. title. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it, we're gonna be hopping around a little bit as as we wind down the episode, uh, but the movie kind of does too, and that's not a bad thing. It's just important to talk about a lot right. of it. Uh, the, the end of the film, in the third act, exposition thing, uh, it is dropped that the government created them. And I heard some criticisms about that, like, well, why'd they even bring that up if it's not important? It is important. Mm-hmm. The fact that the government created it and didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Because they realized their their plan to control the populace failed, mm-hmm. and they allowed this thing to, like, grow. Mm-hmm. And now is the boiling point. This is the event that breaks America. And I think that's horrifying yeah. to, to think about the implications of what this movie is saying. Reminds me of uh, uh-huh. the French Revolution, yeah. where the government oppressed people so yeah. much that mm-hmm. they one day were like, yo, fuck the government. Mm-hmm. And they literally went and dragged people yeah. out of their homes. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I was going to add the thing where... Like, I, you know, how it's a commentary in America where I love the addition of, like, Hands Across America. Hands Across America, which I was telling Diego, is the most, like, white guy, 80s idea of how to combat oh, poverty. Yeah. Dude, that is Reaganomics. Yeah, Reagan Reaganomics. Let's all hold hands. Reagan right there. It, uh, yeah. it reminded me, uh, there's a, a, a franchise mainstay, how the Halloween series. Halloween 3 is very much a little bit ahead of its time. Not perfect. Not, not nearly as good as us, but it's, mm-hmm. a, it's kind of about that Reagan era mentality of like it, capitalism is great because Big we all have opportunities shit. but it's it's destroying like it's, lives this whole country, us yeah. is, is about that and class yeah. and how we're pitted against each other but the, ultimately the people responsible for creating this problem nowhere to be seen mm-hmm. and instead it's people against people mm-hmm. who had no say in the matter and now yeah. they just have to survive I was talking to Gene about it before too where Get Out is about surviving mm-hmm. these atrocities mm-hmm. us is, is in a way a spiritual successor about how now surviving is not really enough. Now we have right. to see what comes after, and hopefully yeah. we can make it through. Yeah, because yeah, I think because we can't linked up at the end, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we can't go back because yeah. we're talking about kind of like how it's about America, and then just the fact that it, at the ending of the movie, it's like you know, it's it's you know, it's the idea that this country was like you know built on like exploiting people. And it's I've like, got. Can I jump in real yeah, quick? Sure, what you yeah. talking about? 
um, exploit people 100%. Mm-hmm. But this country was built on two specific things. Yeah. Genocide and slavery. Yeah. Well, so you, yeah, I was going to say racism. He, yeah, yeah, but I'm talking about like these things that oh, yeah. led to precursors yeah, to the racism we have today and the exploitation that we have today. Yeah. It was Sorry, genocide yeah. and slavery. No, no, no. I don't think I, I just, it well. No, no, no. Yeah. You did. I just wanted to like add those oh, terms yeah. because I love that you were saying right. Right. it's based off of these people that have been shoved underground. Mm-hmm. Like, that is literally what our country was built off of genocide and slavery and we have been taught to push that down. Mm-hmm. We're not even really taught that much in mm-hmm. history books. They skip completely over the genocide of indigenous people, mm-hmm. where they wiped out over 80% of the population. Yeah. Indigenous people now make up 6% of the U.S. population. And they nicely graze over slaves. Mm-hmm. Nicely yeah. graze over them. Yeah. Oh, we're, civil we rights. Freed we freed them. We freed the Emancipation yeah. Proclamation and civil rights. Yeah. But civil rights was about socioeconomic. And it was like, no, civil rights is a residue of white-ass ignorance yeah. from slavery times yeah. and then it's, yeah so you're right it's racism and right it's like you know this idea of like you know there's certainly like a lot of good ideals in america but it's like you know it's a racist country you know mm-hmm. it's a you know it's it's reagan a problem yeah reagan was racist yeah oh you know reagan was awful awful person yeah. awful. but you know it's the idea that you know this this country is racist and you know kind of going making this current the trump thing where it's like you know in the trump era people were surprised that you know, I can't believe how racist this country is. It's, I don't recognize this country. Yeah, I don't recognize it. It's always been fucking racist, you know? Where have you been? Yeah. yeah. We've been living in the same country? Yeah. Are you Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, that's... I think that's why... Uh, this this doesn't speak to the character of people across the board, but I yeah. do think it's telling that a lot of white critics respond to the film mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was, it was really good, but I didn't really buy into the story, yeah. or the third act didn't really... It kind of lost me a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. I'm like... I cannot imagine why. It yeah. doesn't mean they're they're not good people, but it certainly they means that take, they're not aware. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they as, as much as they, they may think they are. Mm, exactly. Education, huh? Yeah. yeah, and I think the film does a good job of educating people. Yeah, on, like yeah, we got to start taking a hard look at ourselves because uh, even even the way uh, it treats Lupita Nyong'o's character, mm-hmm. Adelaide, who is revealed to have been one of the tether red as a child, she did she made the switch. She maybe she could have helped other members of the tethered, but mm-hmm. she's still. Mm-hmm. had that survival instinct for herself and that is also like hey you know just because you look out for yourself to survive does not mean you're a good person, you're a good also, person. you might you might yeah. want to go and do more also yeah. too shout out to Lupita because she's a Latina oh technically she's <laughs> she's Afro-Latina indigenous she's oh she's yeah no no she is by uh, inheritance of being like from Mexico and oh. that's why her name's Lupita and stuff and her oh. nationality she speaks Spanish yes um Lupita's amazing um Oh, yeah. best, best actress, also. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. She's yeah. amazing. And then just, when she saved the kid from the... Can I spoil it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, 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 all this. When she saved the kid from the locker, she literally said everything's going to go back to normal. Everything's going to be okay. And, and it's, it's like, like, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. like... After that? Yeah. Dude, what? Right, and you, I guess you guys want to impact the ending, because I love the ending that, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, let's go. The image of, like, you know, the hands across America is like, oh, you know, when she says we're going to, you know, things are going to be normal, it's like, it's never going to be normal. It's like, all the problems in this country have like come to roost and like they're mm-hmm. pulling out and so it's like now way you can go back yeah exactly yeah, i it, love that that was brilliant also peel likes to end in cars everyone's Ooh. always ending. oh get out People and this were all in cars oh yeah that's a good catch these cars are yeah okay uh, is he saying like maybe like people are trying uh, to pe- people how, the direction they're going after that's kind of up in the air you know because yeah. like that family ain't going back home. They don't have a home to go back to. Yeah, probably. the world has changed forever. I mean, you literally saw people linking up yeah. across the hill. Helicopters, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and that's so, like so perfect. That Red's like idea to like because what she was saying, like, I want to send a message. Her message was like when she was a kid, hands across America. Yeah. She doesn't know it didn't work. That's she, the yeah, she knows thing. it didn't work, mm-hmm. but like it oddly worked to raise awareness of them. It did, but here's the thing, Red, who was we realize now Adelaide. Uh, originally um she only saw it's kind of about how media interprets like our idea of like a better world Mm -hmm. if you know as a child she's not gonna be able to like comprehend the possibility of that failing you know Mm -hmm. that would be devastating and it ultimately is but she doesn't see it doesn't work so even though the the plan to like rise up is successful there's no like strategy beyond that and so as because she she only had the mentality of a child well growing up Mm -hmm. what else was she gonna do you know she She was like a nine-year-old kid yeah she's a nine-year-old kid and so like they rise up they america can never go back to the way it was Mm -hmm. but we've eaten each other by that point right there's Uh what comes next has to be like i wouldn't even know what to do next like 
there's yeah. no positive to do you, that. Um, I was going to add, do you feel like that's how America currently is? Like, with, when you elect, like... Shit? Yeah, you elect a fucking racist? How do, you, how do you feel, like, how, what that's saying about, like, our current world right now? Because I'm trying to unpack that. I'm myself. ready for the world to end. I don't, I don't okay, mean to yeah, be, like, yeah. completely cynical, but I was talking to you about this, too, before we did the episode, like... After, after Get Out, I was like, fuck yeah, let's fucking take on, like, racism in all its forms. Liberal racism, which is a big part of that movie. Yes. Like, in-your-face racism, all of it. Let's tear it down. Mm-hmm. After Us, I'm like, we don't change the way we do things, mm-hmm. the way we perceive certain, like, injustices, or all injustices, yeah. that go unspoken against. We kind of deserve what's yeah. coming to well, us. We and yeah. I kind of embrace it, if I'm being honest. Not, not to yeah. be, like, completely nihilistic, but I think... Well, yeah, there's a yeah, there's so scary thought. Truth in that, where it's like Plus, we get what we deserve, you know. Plus, climate change is real, man. Mother yeah. Nature's coming after us. So. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we might, might not have to get, kill yeah. each other. We may not. Mother Nature's yeah. swallow us all. We're but, done yeah. doing. Yeah. What was your takeaway for for like how it relates to our current world? Sorry about the dog, by the way. Recording no, with the windows open because we don't want to die. It's, yeah, it's uh, the dog's just he liked us. That's yeah, he's that's just he's commenting, fine. dropping his stuff. Um. He's like, I like the rabbits. Uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, I thought literally red and then seen them all holding hands. To me, that was like stitching mm-hmm. across the country. Oh, and uh, just like it was a blood flow path of like, you know, uh, just this is your history. Mm-hmm. You can't deny this. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. fight this. You can't, you can't shut oh, it. Oh, I like that. And I think that was just like cool. a literal. That is just what this country is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, we're literally living in the second civil rights movement right now. Um, there's just a lot of people stepping up and calling out and drawing out bullshit and calling down white privilege and white supremacy and any hate speech from anybody on any side. Um, I think it's just, uh, we're seeing the stitching. We're seeing the blood. Uh, we're seeing the lines that have been drawn through history. And what well, we've always seen them, yeah. like those white guys, I didn't know this happened. Yeah. Where have you been? Uh, but also to our education system, which has been influenced by white people because history is like, written by the winners right yeah like white yeah. Uh, don't trust white perspective yeah like this um, uh, yeah so I think that's what's happening um, we're starting to unseam rip at the seams I like that a lot yeah, yeah even the first shot of the tethered not to, not to hijack your point but no. like the first shot of the tethered on the beach his hands have blood dripping on he literally yeah. has blood in his hands yeah it ain't subtle people you know yeah. like it's saying very like this pointed thing 100% exactly. yeah uh I also really like this is a side note. This isn't about the stitching. I really uh, like I just the go, dad. Like, let's just wind down and start praising the rest of it. Yeah, the dad. Uh, the dad code switched. The what? The dad. He was code switching. Um, yeah. Number one, I like. It. I got five on it. Uh, oh yeah. Um, Never listening to that the same again. Same again. Yeah. Ever, dude. Exactly. Um, the dad came out when they were just standing there up the hill, right. and he was like, "Excuse me, um, this isn't funny anymore. My family's inside. We're scared." Call the police. They will be here in 14 minutes. I'd like you to please leave my property. Mm-hmm. Um, he was all proper. And then he went and got the bat. And he was like, y'all gotta get the fuck off of my lawn <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, I'm about to bash all y'all fucking brain. Like, he just code switched. And I thought that was really that was, cool. Yeah. You wanna just get crazy. Yeah, you wanna get crazy. Awesome. That dick is the shit. Everyone's great in this, Baku. but he's like the ultimate dad. Yeah. It's so great, man. Yeah. And I was gonna say, the best use of NWA... Um, in a scene, because you took, what was it? Do you want to tell the uh, listeners? Oh, okay, so my, my read on the fuck the police scene, uh, earlier in the film, uh, when the, the attack's first happening at the Wilson's residence, vacation home, uh, they call the police and the police never show up. I think that's yeah. very intentional. Uh, not just that it's a black family, but that the police are not going to what are they gonna do us. What are they going to do? Yeah. yeah, what are they going to okay. do in the face of anything that actually, like... And the police might be part of the problem. And the police might yeah. be part of the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's... That's all in there. Yeah. And so even this white, like, upper-class family that notably uh, with a, a father who does not even want to get off the couch when he hears something dangerous. Yeah. Um, and they notice how they don't, they, they die without a fight. Right. And also they're, they're, they're implied to be kind of racist when he goes like, oh, it's OJ outside, where it's like, what? Yeah, like, they're kind friends, of. but they're like... They say kind of racist, yeah. Yeah, you know, they're kind of yeah. not really friends yeah. with their family. Uh, and then so the, the fuck the police song just coming on is like, I think it literally Jordan Peele saying fuck the police. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking it's dope that the kids team up. They're just like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. The and kids step up, man. Yeah, the kids step up. And, and we, I think it's okay to like indulge in that too. But I think the film's also kind of commenting on like, the, by the point where we're like, oh yeah, like we have a kill count and stuff like that. And it's like, then the, the film keeps going. And you're like, oh yeah, these are real people. 
people mm-hmm. down there that like did not even have the opportunity to like have their perspective on these things. Like mm-hmm. they're still killing people, which is still inherently sad, even if mm-hmm. they are the antagonists, mm-hmm. not, yes. not the ultimate villains. And so, like, all these different things, like, one, I, this is why it's, like, so much fun talking about this movie for you guys. Because yeah. one idea leads you down this way, and then it keeps going, and then it unpacks, like, other doorways of ideas. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, it doesn't and, stop. And yeah. it's, it's going to be a film that's talked about forever. Yes. Maybe even classes will be taught about it. I, I think it was so. for that, Get Out. That yeah. would, that's what we need, basically. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Peele's to save America. Jordan Peele's 201 after 101. Yeah. yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, I think that's a great stepping stone to this yeah. movie. And then yeah. Twilight Zone would be, like, 301. Advanced. Twilight Zone will be a double semester. Yeah. Like you have to take one and two. Right. And, and, then then Keanu, yeah, and then Keanu. And then Keanu will be an elective. Oh. Uh, Keanu. 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 Yeah. Keanu. Yeah. Keanu. Yeah. Keanu. 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 Did I like it as much as I like Get Out? No, but that also might have been the circumstances. Because I remember seeing trailers for Get Out and being like, is this a comedy? Is this horror? <laughs> this yeah. is a joke? And I remember just thinking I didn't want to see it. And then I remember going to the movies... Not that I didn't want to see it, but like I wasn't going out of my way to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember, uh, I remember going to the movie theaters, and I think we were going to see a movie, and we missed a movie. So then we just said, "Why not get out?" And I think it was because I actually had free movie tickets at the time, hey, or it was a movie pass. Oh, remember oh, movie pass? Yeah, I think it was a movie pass. That's dating this episode. Yeah. yeah, guys, whatever you do, don't go back to movie pass. Dang. They're just going to explode yeah. more money. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Fool me twice once. One, no, won't get fooled again. <laughs> what happened to all the other five times I signed up for it? I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, sorry, sorry. Okay, I interrupted. No, no. And I think that's why we went because it was just like, it's, this is going to be free. So we went in and I just remember sitting there and like, I needed to pee and I wasn't going to leave to pee. Nice. And I just went like this, whoa. And then us, I was already ready to go because I was like, oh, JP is back. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I... It's kind of like picking a like a, a favorite director's favorite film, you know. Like I don't mm. get in the day. I don't know what my favorite Spielberg movie or my favorite Michael Mann movie is. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Uh, it's, it's hard because I think they both Get Out and Us have so much to say on their own terms in their own different ways too. So it's mm-hmm. like if someone said they prefer Get Out, like I, I get it. Someone yeah. says Us. Either, either way, I it's JP, it. right? Yeah, yeah, I, I, respect that. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite Spielberg movie is the one where Spielberg doesn't go after people. Uh, for wanting to make movies on Netflix. Oh. Um, <laughs> Academy. Yeah. Uh, and then he's cool with Apple TV. Oh, dude, that broke that broke my heart that because like Scorsese yeah. and Spielberg. Remember when Scorsese you guys got to fucking toss hands? But remember when you guys were the young guys that were doing shit? Yeah. And everyone was like, "What the fuck is this trash?" Mm-hmm. And you were like, "This is new film." Uh, I mean, and you made new film, and now we're out here. Trying to make new stuff, and you're like, "What the fuck is this trash?" You're doing the exact same thing. You're doing, do. You become them. Yeah. What's that Christian? Uh, Batman. Batman. Yes. You either die a hero, you live long enough to see something. Yeah. Yes. Not, not to also date this episode, but we lost the great uh, Agnes Varda, who who was a, a, the mother of the French New French, Wave, and she yeah. pioneered a lot of like original film techniques yes. and, and and styles and then way just the films were presented. And so you know, rest in peace to her. Uh, she was she was magnificent, and also I think that's something to keep fighting for. Yeah, that's not directly related to us, but maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. I gotta go back and watch it again. Yeah. Maybe it's about filmmaking too. Yeah, exactly. There, there's probably a bunch of shit we're just missing in there. Uh, we gotta start wrapping up because we got we got we got other stuff to do. Yeah, exactly. So we, we got, got we gotta go save America. Also, uh, we gotta go make our own uses. Like, oh yeah, our own uh, get-outs. I'll be make sure to. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. As soon as the movie was over, I was like, I walked past a homeless person today and I did nothing. <laughs> like seriously, like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an effort to be more proactive and, and just yeah. helping people I see around around the way. There's only so much I can do. I'm not made of money, but you know. Yeah. Just just every, help, help your fellow people. Every little bit counts. Every, yeah. You yeah. don't even realize that that person could have no interaction with any other person and then you go up and you give them just like a dollar mm-hmm. and that changed their day because someone acknowledged them mm-hmm. and validated them for a little bit. Yeah. And that just goes. Because I remember the other day giving, um, I, was, I got extra food and I gave to the guy because he had a dog and if ever I see him with the dog that's it like my heart is sold I'm gonna go help you and that guy talked to me for like 20 minutes he wouldn't let me go and oh. I, they just want to they don't have anybody to talk yeah, to they're, sometimes um, what's it where you're they're uh, you know like in us there are these people that have been just over like un, like uh, are invisible to yeah. some people you know help help your fellow people of all of all binary identities uh, just be be better let's, let's
let's all work to be better. And on that note, uh, Cruz, thank you very much for joining us today. I think we thank had you guys a really me. good episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where, where can people find you? Plug one last time. Um, people can find me on social media. Where they can find everybody, pretty much? Yeah. yeah. Well, the FBI does, at least. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at Cruz W. Castillo. It's the same across the board, because I'm clever like that. I like that. And that's good branding. Gene, what about your branding? <laughs> yes, my branding is Gene9892. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, all across the board. And you can find me at Twitter.com slash Waffles. Uh, Instagram, I don't really care about that actually. Uh, but check out the Patreon, the SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes. Make sure to like, subscribe. If you didn't like this, like, subscribe anyways, because you might find something you do like. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Links down below to everything. We have been professionally unprofessional. <laughs>